It's time for the show that scours the globe for news that interests you. We've scoured a few other planets, too. Didn't find much. Coming to you almost live from their command center just beneath the Earth's crust. Here's Jeremy Bray and Wesley Faulkner with Global Geek News. Welcome to the Global Geek News Podcast, the show that tries to answer the question, just what the heck is going on in the media, entertainment, and technology worlds. I'm your host, Jeremy Bray, better known as PC Nerd 37 and on the other end of Skype is my co-host, Wesley Faulkner. Happy birthday, Wesley. Hey, happy birthday. <laughs> yeah, for those that haven't been paying attention, this is the fourth birthday of the Global Geek News Podcast as of today, August 30th. Yeah, four years, four years, four long, long years. Yeah, and it only took us four years to get to episode 79. <laughs> kind of sad. But hey, we, we uh, as long as I've been with you, we've been cranking them out pretty pretty you know, regularly you know, with small bumps here and there. Yeah, it was always my, it was usually always my fault for not having gotten episodes out regularly until you came along. But yeah, ever since you've been here, it's been every week that we could possibly do it, we do do it, even if it is late or something. Yeah. Which, that wouldn't be last week, because I was sick last week. But otherwise, usually there's four episodes in a month, most of the time. Something like that. But, so how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing well. Except I'm saying that our Skype is diminished a little bit. But uh, hopefully I'm coming in still clear. Uh, things are well. Um, it's Monday. It's an anniversary day. Uh, it's a birthday. Um, so th- things generally are moving along, which is good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, uh, Skype's gone down to two bars now, now up to three. Apparently it's saying that my internet is slow. I don't know why. I'm just, I'll just blame Comcast. Comcast, you suck. <laughs> but yeah, I call be. it sabotage. Could be. I, I don't know. It, seems like just about every week we have some kind of an issue with Skype. I don't seem to have Skype issues with anybody else, just with you. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Don't know why, but it, that just seems to be the case. Maybe we should or, move to Gizmo or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to wonder if Comcast hates the show or something. Yeah, probably. Because we bash them every show, because they suck. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, hey Comcast, if you quit screwing things up, I won't have to say how much you suck. Anyway, speaking of sucking, we have lots of stories about companies that suck tonight, and we might as well go ahead and jump right in with a company that doesn't suck, which, of course, you can find all of the show notes and everything at globalgeeknews.com. But the first story is about a company called Coding Robotics, and apparently they're a big fan of what the Pirate Bay does because they sent them a notice of ridiculous activity. Yeah, this is pretty awesome, and also um, it gives them a little bit of a, you know, some geek cred and some, some, some love from the fellow tornas out there by, um, by actually dissing 
a bad hack of their software. So the backstory is that um, so Coding Robotics is the name of the company. Um, the founder, uh, Dimitri, uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce the last name. <laughs> um, uh, they make a, a software called Memoirs for uh, OS X. They sell it for about thirty bucks, and um, so the found so the coder, the company, found the software on Torrent Freak. No, no, sorry, Pirate on Bay. Pirate Bay, <laughs> and um, they downloaded it, looked at the code to try to investigate how it got hacked, and they were extremely pissed off about how unelegant the crack was. Yeah, I, I was kind of surprised by this. Apparently, with the crack, I guess all that was really required to crack the software is basically turning something from true to false about whether, or false to true or whatever, about whether or not the software had been legally purchased. Well, instead of just flipping that one little switch to say that it, yeah, it was legally purchased and the program would run, run okay, they went and did all kinds of crazy stuff. And then they even put a Windows program in there to verify the validity of the release. This, of course, being Mac software. And yeah, I, and it also had to download some other suites of applications. And um, so the 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 company put out a challenge. They said, "Hey, leave this up there to to show how crappy this hacker is." And please, someone, please find a better solution to cracking this program. Yeah, I think that's kind of funny. That it's like, okay, if you're going to... We want you to... They specifically asked the Pirate Bay themselves to crack the program so that there's at least... So that way, if they're going to have the a copy of the software up there, it's not going to be something that's going to degrade the user experience and make it look like this coding robotics makes crappy software. Which, yeah, which is awesome. <laughs> well, the thing is, this couldn't be a more genius move. I mean, not only is this hilarious, but look at all the free press that they've gotten all over the blogosphere for this software that, until now, I had never heard of. Yeah, just, and... Uh, just because I, of one letter. It makes me want to find out more about it. Be, to, to say, well, oh, if this is so... If it looks so bad and eloquent, I mean... Uh, if they if they're touting the elegance of the program and how the hack kind of degrades that, then it makes it seem like that's something they high in high regard. So it makes me want to say, oh, I'm gonna need to find some screenshots and see what this thing looks like. Yeah, I haven't actually gone out and seen what it looks like, but apparently it's like a digital journal software for the Mac. Probably not something I would pay thirty bucks for myself. But then again, if I ever wanted to do something like that, I would probably just use. WordPress and put it up online or at least use a notepad or something like that, something free. Yeah, well, it's a good story. It's a good attitude from a company. So I think if the application is something that's unattractive, at least the company wins some goodwill. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see if there's any other companies that try a move like this, at least just to get the free publicity, just because this seems to have worked out so well for this company. And I'm kind of curious to know how many people have actually gone and downloaded the software just because now they've heard of it after this story. Oh. Well, I don't own a Mac, so 
not me. <laughs> yeah. I don't own one, at least not yet. I, I've been thinking about getting one, haven't taken the plunge yet. But it almost kind of makes me want to buy the software just to support this guy in the, after doing something like this. Yeah, I wouldn't want to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of companies and support, and one that doesn't deserve your support or anybody's support is Blockbuster, and they're about to die because of it, and because bankruptcy is coming next month. Yes, just a little clarification. Um, so it's a possibly it's a planned bankruptcy. So I think uh, Blockbuster has been trying to negotiate with their distributors to make sure they won't get cut off, but they want to use the bankruptcy to restructure debt and to close some stores that aren't making money. So it's not them dying, um, but it is a, a sign that things have gotten dramatically worse um, and that they're trying to... Uh, Use this as a last gasp, and hopefully, hopefully, if they change their uh, management, they would have a chance. But if they're just trying to do uh, the same ideas, uh, just slower and worse, then of course they're going to die. Yeah, I still maintain that as of the end of next year, Blockbuster will be nothing but a memory. Yeah. I was just thinking about this today. Something that could save them is... um, uh, actually, I was thinking about when I was younger. When I was younger, uh, VCRs were still—I wouldn't say rare, but not everyone, never, not every household had them. So you'd go to Blockbuster, you would rent a tape, and you can rent a machine. And people would say, "Oh, well, I like the machine. I like," and they would come back and rent more videos because they're enabled to consume the content. The same same thing happened with DVDs when DVD players came out, they were super expensive. You could go to Blockbusters, rent a DVD, and rent a DVD player if you wanted to. Uh, what I think is a good way to uh, augment their streaming strategy is if they had an, a deal with like a Roku in which they can hook Blockbuster streaming onto it, and you can rent just the box, the Roku box, and then play with it for give it like a two week rental instead of like a three day rental or a five day rental. Give a nice two week, one month rental or so, and say you can stream all the movies you want for two weeks uh, for this flat, you know, seven dollars or whatever. And I bet they would hook, they would get people hooked. That would be an interesting idea, but I'm not sure how well that would work against something like a Netflix's model where you can stream it pretty much on something you already have, whether it's your computer, your Xbox, your PS3, your Wii, whatever. Right. Um, I, I think Netflix would still have the edge there because they don't need the box. You don't. You just have a monthly subscription fee. You don't have to worry about returning any equipment or anything like that. I'm not. I think that would be something to get the. Oh, how, how do I want to put this? the least tech-savvy customer, mm-hmm. but with more people understanding streaming media and stuff every day, I don't, at this point, I think that would be just kind of a dying move at this point, just kind of a right. last grasp. Well, it could be the the lowering the barrier of entry. Like, it could not only be like a Roku box, you, it could be like a <clears throat> an Arcos unit or something. Um, it could be even like... Um, you know, the Droid X, 
because they have built-in Netflix with Droid X, I believe. Like, what if you if you had the opportunity of spending seven bucks for a Droid X to keep it for two weeks and stream blockbuster movies? I think that's an awesome cross-promotional program that will benefit both companies. See, I'm not a big fan of renting hardware. I'm kind of a buy-it-to-own kind of guy. I mean, I'm not talking about a permanent rental, but think about it as a a cheap trial. I mean, you could rent it for a couple – you can rent it once, say that you really do like it, and purchase it. And that's probably what they want you to do. Yeah. Yeah, It would be an interesting idea, but – I don't, I don't know how much if they're going to have enough time to do that because right now they've got one, they've got over a billion dollars worth of debt that is going to cause them to go into bankruptcy. I think they said the middle of September is where they're looking to, assuming they can make all the right deals with the movie studios and stuff, close between five to eight hundred of their unprofitable stores out of yeah. three thousand four hundred and twenty-five stores that still exist. So of course they've closed a thousand stores in the past year as it is. So when you're a billion dollars in debt, I'm not sure you can really afford to make a major move like that. I think this is just kind of a case of them trying to die as slowly as possible. Yeah. You know who should buy them? Who? I think Microsoft should buy them. Mm, I'm not sure that's kind of the... I don't see Microsoft needing to get into the brick-and-mortar business for rentals, especially when they already have the Zune marketplace, both on the PC and on the 360. Well, hear me out. So uh, I agree with you there, but they are opening up Microsoft stores, and they've only opened, what, three now? This would give them an install base all around the country overnight, uh, and it would be... uh, it's. Blockbuster stores are usually not extremely large, so um, it's the exact. I mean, it's a great footprint for the size. Um, so I think it would be a great way to revive the stores, and they're already in urban centers. I think it would work out. I I could see them maybe taking over the leases from Blockbuster and turning them into regular Microsoft stores, but I don't see them getting into the content rental business. Yeah, no, 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 not content rental business, but. Um, definitely. Well, I mean, they kind of already are with uh, Zune, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe there's something to that that they could strengthen up some of those uh, relationships through Zune and maybe deliver more content. I mean, because I know that what was it, uh, Warner Brothers? Uh, they did. Uh, they did. They have a streaming agreement with them uh, about allowing them to have streaming content the day that the DVD is released, mm-hmm. uh, and but Netflix has to wait 90 days. I mean, they do have relationships that Microsoft could leverage. Yeah, I think, if anybody, I think Apple would be a better fit for them. Because, I mean, Apple does far more in the content business than Microsoft does with the iPods, the iPad, the um, the possible iTV that could be announced this week, stuff like that, or as well as the Apple TV and stuff. Anyway, I think it would be a lot better fit for them and... I mean, Jobs already owns Disney, so that would kind of make a little bit more sense. Uh, I think I think Apple thrives on scarcity, though. They thrive on just having enough stores where people can go to and have the lines out there. Um, I think flooding the market with all those properties 
uh, would actually be anti-Microsoft. I mean, sorry, anti-Apple, as in you can go in and get an iPad when they come out. Well, I don't know about so much as far as like buying them for their brick-and-mortar stores. I'm thinking more about buying what you can for the relationships with the movie studios. True, yeah. Yeah. Well, if they're on an auction block, they could have they can be split so many different ways. So, uh, yeah. But looks like uh, the person who does ha- who who is working out the who, the the content relationships right now is Google. I was kind of surprised by this. I mean, I know that since January they've had they've been doing like movie rental or kind of streaming on YouTube for smaller independent movie studios, but apparently, according to the Financial Times, Google's in talk with the major Hollywood studios to bring streaming movie rentals to YouTube by sometime this at the end of this year. So we're talking having it come out, be, or be able to be streamed on YouTube the same time as it gets released, which I'm sure that would piss Netflix off to no end, and for... $5 a video. You wouldn't be able to download it. It would just be a pure streaming thing. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't know. This doesn't seem like too good of an idea to me. I mean, with Google or with YouTube, that's, in the minds of most people, that's kind of more user-generated content, whether it's you're watching videos that um, the audience has taken from a concert or maybe just stuff that they've created, like vlogs or whatever, I think most people see it more as a place of user-generated content than they do someplace that you're going to want to go and watch full two, three-hour-long movies. I think I don't think that YouTube has that kind of mindshare to do something like that. Yeah, unless they roll out another sub-brand like... Uh... YouTube Premium or YouTube Plus or YouTube YouTube um, Extra Special or something like that. <laughs> um, they already have the same thing with like music videos. They have a separate brand. I forget what the name of it is, but I don't watch music videos on YouTube. Um, so they've done it before. They've peeled off uh, the section of YouTube and made their own little wall garden there. Um, they could do the same thing with premium content. Um, they could also call it, you know, movies channel or something like that. Um, what we're taught when, so we're talking when 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 they deliver the Google TV, which is something that's rumored. Not shouldn't say rumored. Sorry, something that's confirmed that we don't know exactly when it's coming out. Um, they're going to have to put some sort of organization around the whole YouTube brand and label, and this could be a step in that direction. I think one of the other issues that YouTube's going to have to deal with is when people come to YouTube, they just want to click and play. A video. They don't want to spend five bucks to do it. True, yeah. I, I think going from a site that's always been free about everything to, hey, pay us $5 and you can get to watch this once, That I think that kind of is really going to screw with a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think if the, YouTube was... It, I think it's, it, a, it's a problem and they're, they're going to have to solve it. Yeah, I think if Google was smart, they would have a completely separate brand from YouTube and they would do everything on its own there and and, com- and keep it completely separated from YouTube. I mean, maybe make YouTube a place where you can get like movie trailers with a link that says, hey, if you want to rent this movie and watch it, head over here to our 
premium content site. Yeah, they already have Google Video. They mm-hmm. have that. So maybe they can just re-roll it out with this kind of content. I keep hearing rumors that they're slowly killing off Google Video. I don't well, know they, when that will happen, but I, I keep hearing stories every so often that say that they're killing it off, and they and they seem to put less and less focus on it. Yeah, they, they've, they've, they've kind of, like, diminished it, uh, but... Uh, I think they changed it to like a video search engine instead, um, where most of it goes to YouTube. Yeah, but uh, as I said, they have the name. They could just relaunch it. People have forgotten about it, so they can just come out with it again. Yeah, just call it Google Movies or something. Even better. Yeah. It, I'm kind of curious to see just what happens. If anything, I would say that this isn't so much for YouTube as it is um, Google's the Google TV or whatever it's called. Yeah, or it could be another thing that's going to be built into Android that they just want to have this be secured on uh, a lot of mobile platforms, especially with them uh, you know, looking to go onto tablets later. Um, they could be working towards their own uh, personal media device. Uh, as long as Android's on phones, I don't see people considering spending five bucks to put movies on their phones. I mean, one, that's a huge battery suck, which if you've got a, a, an Android phone like mine where the battery is horrible, then watching a full-length movie on your phone isn't really an option. And I don't know anybody who would pay five bucks to watch it on a device as small as their phone. I, I know people that would pirate it to put it on their phone. You're, um, I would be included in that. Not that I have done that, but that would, that, that would be the direction that I would head. Yeah. Or I would pay $5 to watch a downscaled version of a movie that who knows if I'm going to like it. Yeah, but also keep in mind, I mean, we're going to have, you know, you know, constant internet connections on cars. Um, we're we're going to have Android on motor devices than just phones. Uh, as I said, it could be uh, PMPs, tablets. Um, it could be built into televisions. Um, and, and, or that uh, same with like app uh, Google TV, they could be built into television too. But um, it could be on uh, built into computers. I mean, as a dual boot or as a standalone picture frame. I mean, there's so many possibilities. Um, so uh, I digress. Yeah, we'll have to see how this plays out. But speaking of how things are playing out. In the search engine market, Bing now officially powers Yahoo Search. Or at least um, in the English-only speaking parts of the U.S. and Canada. Yes. Yes, it's a slow rollout. Apparently, uh, it's a phased rollout. They're doing it very slowly. Um, But uh, I haven't checked this out. But they said if if you go to Yahoo, type in a search, and you can see that the results are going to be loaded from... From Microsoft, Microsoft's being. Yeah, so for those that, um, and I know I have explained this a couple of, of weeks ago, but I know there's been some more interest over the past week about our whole situation with being banned from search engines like Google and Bing. And actually, we weren't banned by Yahoo, which is kind of nice. Now that Yahoo power, or now that Bing powers Yahoo, we are banned on there as well. But when, as soon as this story hit, I went 
that was the first thing I went and checked is if I Google global or if I search on Yahoo Global Geek News, what comes up? Does the homepage come up? Nope, not anymore now that it's powered on Bing. But anyway, as far as the whole uh, us being banned thing, just to give for those that haven't heard the whole story, I was been trying some different ways of getting the Global Geek News name out there, primarily via Twitter, where I was essentially putting a signature on each tweet from the Global Geek News Twitter account that would be essentially just a link to globalgeeknews.com. Well, apparently, all of the search engines, Google, Bing, etc., all decided, well, we can't have that. That must be spam. So we're kind of banned from the various search engines, and I've submitted an appeal. Google said it would take them weeks to get to it. So... If you Google us, you can you can still find us. It'll take you to like episode seventy four or something like that, and maybe some posts. It just won't take you to the homepage. You just kind of have to get there on your own. But and that said, I'm thinking. Well, I was doing. We're doing a whole lot better traffic wise when I was doing that on Twitter than I ever got with search engines. So I'm starting to think maybe I, that should be the way I'd go. Way I should go. And say the heck with the search engines, considering the fact that I, if you search us, you can still find us anyway. But yeah, Google or Bing now powers Yahoo. I'm not big. I'm not very happy. Yeah, um, hopefully this will shake up. I mean, a lot of search engines tweak their algorithm often, so. Uh, maybe this will just shake out as as just a a, a glitch that gets fixed. Um, but it is sad that uh, the site is is banned. Um, but since you're not seeing any negative impact to it, as in site traffic's not going down, uh, it, I don't know if this is a sign that I don't want to say search engines are irrelevant. Uh, maybe it's more of uh, our audience aren't looking for us using those methods. Yeah, I never... Whenever I look at the stats for the traffic that we get, when it comes to search engine stuff, usually it's not people like looking for the show. It's usually something that I've blogged about, like maybe the whole Amazon experience with them and the state of Colorado and the whole affiliate sales um debacle and everything else or like if I go on Yahoo right now and search Global Geek News the first thing that comes up is when the uh, when our online store launched then one of our Windows 7 giveaways and down from there of course you get like the Facebook page and where you can find the podcast on Zoom stuff like that I okay not iTunes that's the tech conclave people that stole our name for their tagline. Anyway, um, that's a whole other discussion. Mm-hmm. But 